and trains, and we're prepared for it with new technique and new approaches. And as for our part, we feel that you're the best pieces of manpower available in this whole region. We're getting ready to have a live spectacle. What we was trying to say, you got to walk home, walk home, walk home. Welcome to the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast. To reach Devin Wade with a question or comment, follow him on Twitter at Wade's Be a part of the group on Facebook by joining the Sports Talk with Devin Wade group or liking the page. Welcome to episode 55 of the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast. It's been a couple of weeks since we've uh, come your way, but we are certainly glad to be back. And we have a special episode for you this time out. We have a guest star or a new star, a star in waiting, and Ariana Day. She'll be here. The Silver Fox Kevin Allen is here. And, of course, I'm here. This episode, we have a lot coming up for you, including uh, what's new. Uh, We're going to hit some headlines. Also, we're going to do some balling or falling. We'll do a little bit of sports E with the new lady in the building. And then in the second half of the show, we'll do this or that. And we have a hero. Not to be confused with hero or zero. We'll have a hero. And then we have our Lamont Award. And Lamont is the big dummy of the week. We will close things out with before I let go. So before we get started with all that, I want to remind you guys, Want to? I don't know how exactly you found us, but want to uh, remind you guys to share with your friends. We're on iTunes, TuneIn, SoundCloud, Stitcher, anywhere you get your podcast, you can find us. And I want to thank folks from all over the country for responding. I want to remind you guys, you can go to the Facebook fan page and the group page, and that's a great way to communicate with me. And you might want to do that because we have an event coming up May 27th. Now, I can't tell you where it is or what we're doing, but it looks like uh, it'll definitely be May 27th. That's Memorial Day weekend. So if you want to fly into Houston, you're looking for something to do. It's a, a, a collaboration between the Friday Express group, the TFE family. That's my Friday night show on the Houston airwaves and uh, here on KTSU. And, of course, the... Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast group. So combined, it should be a lot of people. But more importantly, it'll be a whole lot of fun. That's coming up on the 27th of May. Also want to thank our sponsor, CoBank Homes, for his continued support. If you have real estate questions in the greater Houston area or just general real estate questions wherever you are around the country, give him a call. I'll give you his information at the halfway point. And also, we are looking for bands, DJs, And uh, any kind of musicians that want to get their music heard and exposed on the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast. Uh, We have thousands and thousands of listeners to each and every episode from around the country. So you never know who's going to hear your music and be moved to share it and uh, expand your brand. So if you have music, hit me up on Twitter at Wade's Word or on the Sports Talk with Devin Wade page and group, or even on Instagram, Sports Talk with D. Wade, all of those ways, reach out to me, and we will make sure that we get your music. Radio edit only, please. And we're going to play a little bit uh, at the halfway point, and at the very end, we will play the entire thing. So with that, want to bring in the Silver Fox, Kevin Allen, and uh, Ariana Day. What's new with you, man? What is new with you? What's on your mind? The NBA playoffs. A lot of great action for well, me. And we're going to talk sports. What about your life, man? Like last time private I, I life, wondered about. Private life, 
No, you got to share, man. No. You got to share something. No, no. Got, look, man, the ladies want to know. Yeah, well, hey, let them tune in to the show. <laughs> no, no, they want they want to know about you. The like, what's your zodiac sign? See, you know what I mean? You got to give them something, kid. Or you want to stay shrouded in mystery? Mystery. <laughs> I'm not Tristan Thompson. <laughs> well, it's all out there. <laughs> yeah. want to bring Ariana Day in. And, you know, I always go back and forth. I, I want to go Ariana, 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 Ariana. What do you like? What is the preferred way? What is the appropriate way to say your name? My name is very much... Ariana. Ariana. It just rolls off the tongue like a hill. Ariana. Well, you are in for your good friend, <laughs> Kalina, who you're often mistaken for. Yes, Kalina is my sister from another mister. And for the longest time, it seemed that a lot of clear people thought that we were the same people. You would just say clear people. Clear people. <laughs> you know who they are. They thought that we were the same person and would often mistake us because Kalina and I, we hang out a lot and do a lot of shows together. And so tell when you say shows, people, you're not on the poll. No, I'm not so on the poll. Elaborate on what, sure. what a show is. Kalina and I are both arts professionals. We both work in theater. Uh, she's mostly <laughs> on stage. I'm mostly backstage in a booth or calling a show. I freelance as a stage manager. So we work in the same industry. So, yeah, because, again, you put these things out there like folks will know. Yeah, like, oh, you yeah, put on so a Women, y'all work together? How did that show look? <laughs> She's already talked about skinny dipping. True. So there you have it. So you are not a podcast person, so you are very foreign to the concept of – well, you're not foreign to the concept, but you can explain on this podcast what you said about podcasts. Sure. So I'm not a big podcast listener. It's really hard for me to sit and listen. But as I was told today, I don't have to just sit and listen. I can. I don't know who does sit and listen. <laughs> I, unless you, I mean, like I said, if you're stuck in traffic, I think yeah. that's, that's the way to go. Because it kind of reminds me of, like, talk radio. And when I was younger, I used to listen to talk radio. But, you know, when I'm driving or stuck in traffic, I personally like a little something upbeat, like music. But now that I know that I have options as into when I can listen to my podcast... Then try I'll, it. Yeah, I'll try. You, you'll like it. I'll like Especially, it. Especially, <laughs> and, and this is not your mom and dad's AM talk show. Right. This is wide open. I mean, we can talk anything from, you know, Beyonce to Kanye. Okay. Oh, <laughs> oh. Kanye. Under the guise of sports. So, what's new with you in your world? Now, so again, last week I wanted to buy a tractor. I'll tell you what's new with me this week, but go ahead. New with me. Oh, man. Just, you know, really spring cleaning. Just trying to cleanse all the old clothes and all the just old men. And, you know, just really just try to get a fresh start. And, you know, it's spring about to turn into summer. So, you know, it's just about in out with the old, in with the new. So that's what I'm here for this 2018. So, <laughs> Hold on, bro. She said spring cleaning. And basically... Get rid of these men. <laughs> wow. Let me tell you. Let me tell you now she and I have Man. a a she and I have a unique relationship in that from the I don't know what was the first time I met you. What was the what was the was I it the it, ten by ten? by tens. Ten by tens uh for script writers. That was about ooh, four four or five years ago. What did you do? You did something I know oh, I'll tell you what, I got in touch with you because of Denise. I think yes. Denise O'Neill. That's how it came about. Mm -hmm. uh, and she does the famous Fade to Black series every year. Mm -hmm. And I think she recommended you to be a stage manager for me. And when I met her, that was my... 
spirit animal. <laughs> <laughs> no, she no. I tell her this, and I know she doesn't take this serious, but I always she always makes me feel better. And I don't even talk to I talk to you what once once then. every four or five months. I needed you, yeah. I needed you for the podcast, so I called you. I've called you know about you five times because you need her. <laughs> Damn, that ain't right, man. We had that kind of relationship. That's not right, man. See, We're codependent. But, but, see, I need things. But, she provides. But you didn't. You didn't catch it. Spring cleaning. <laughs> Keep calling when you need her. She and I'll be ready. I'll be clean. Yeah, yeah. There are a few people in life that make me that can amuse me and make me laugh. She's one of those people. So. She's always so maybe I need this but but hold on. Phones work two ways. Now I she agree. can dial out. I can. She's busy cleaning. That's right. Yeah. And when, when we've had some interesting conversations around your dating, I yeah. won't go into those. Yeah, you do. Unless you want to share. No. <laughs> yeah, you do. We do that on here. I mean, I will. I, I there is one story I told Devin that I was dating a guy. And we had been dating for a couple of months, and the guy went out of town for a wedding. And basically, he never came back. <laughs> he never came back. He so <laughs> I was gonna call the hospitals for. I, told I, I, I was ready to ride with her. Let's go look for him. You know, I have friends. Let's check the police blotter. I do. I have friends who are, you know, with the police department. I said, you know, type in his information. Let's see if he in jail. I checked. <laughs> I checked. I mean, date modern dating is a hell of a thing, man. I've never heard of that. One. That's a that's a new one. I mean, that's that's sunshine from uh, what was it Harlem night? Did he go out to get some bread? <laughs> tell, tell I ain't never coming back. <laughs> that's it. Uh, so, I'm going to wed. I'll be back. What's new with me, man? I worked out for the first time this week in a minute. I've been sort of taking care of my mom for the last few months, and before that, just life has been happening. So I haven't really had a chance to dedicate any time to me. We're getting doing the podcast. We're doing the Houston show, doing the Friday Express. Everything's just busy. And so I finally picked up. And my method is the medicine ball. I've been on the medicine ball. And there's a lady, and I just, you can YouTube this 15 minute medicine ball workout. And this lady, she has been in her mid to late 40s. At least I'm I'm guessing. I hope she's not 25. Mm -hmm. I mean, she's had a hard (laughs) life if that's the case. But <laughs> she is in phenomenal shape. And she has this 15-minute workout. It's not a gimmick. It is so real. So I did it, and I hit it hard, what, Thursday. And it's Saturday now. And I woke up this morning, and I was having spasms in my legs and places I didn't even know I had wow. muscles. Wow. It, it is. It, it's bananas. But you feel good. Not this morning. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but I, I'm familiar with the pain of working out, so I know it is because the muscles are, the strands are tearing mm-hmm. apart and redeveloping stronger, whatever, whatever. So that's what I'm doing. And mm-hmm. today is not only Cinco de Mayo, Woo-woo. which is big in, in Texas. Yeah. And when I guess around the country, they're jacking everything. From yeah. Texas. They, they stole but Texas not in Mexico. from us. No, not in Mexico. Mm-hmm. But only in Puebla. Yeah, so we 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 uh, culturally appropriated their holiday, hey. and we are we have bought. I've tasted. I've been to the big largest margarita. Guinness World Book of Records uh, record for having the largest margarita. I've been a part of that, and I don't know what year that was. Eighty seven or something. I had, and it was it was a huge huge party, and it was a, a big big margarita that we all took part of in drinking down. So, wow. uh, so I don't know how many gallons of, of tequila was in that thing, but. But you're still. I mean, here. this was massive. This was <laughs> this was thousands of people. So yeah, so we did that. So but not only that, not only Cinco de Mayo, it's Kentucky Derby Day. Mm-hmm. So now you have margaritas and mint juleps. 
Have you ever had a mint julep? I've had a mint julep. Very refreshing. Would you take a margarita or a mint julep? Your choice. Margarita. Any See, day. You're a South Texas girl. You have Any to make day. that choice. You have to make that choice. Well, we're <laughs> glad you are here. But I want to bring in my man Kev for some headlines. In headlines, of course, uh, first and foremost, the NBA Finals. The Western Conference has been quite interesting uh, with a big win by New Orleans last night over Golden State. That series is 2-1. to one. Uh, The Rockets 2-1 over Utah. They rebounded after a game two loss. Kev, what's the most surprising outcome in those series in the Western Conference? The Utah win in game two. So you would have anticipated New Orleans would have got a win, one win, two wins in that series? Maybe one. So you think they've already enjoyed their only win last night? They enjoyed their their only win in Utah, getting that one in Houston. But I'm still kind of thinking that they may get a win, another win in this series. Well, it had to be game four. You think they win game four and rebound to tie it up? Game four would be pivotal. If they do that, and, and let, let's preface all this by saying you've been dramatically wrong. There you go. There you go. <laughs> about the opening series. Well, I mean, been close. Well, I mean, you picked Indiana. I picked Indiana. Now tell me, let, I picked me, the, okay. do the postmortem on okay. that series. What went wrong with your prediction in that series? Bad calls. Bad calls with the uh, goaltending call where the officials came back the following day and said, hey, look, we You're blew that game call. game five, right? Game five. Right. And said, hey, we blew that call. And I shared with you earlier that uh, LeBron, even though he did hit the three to win the game, but it's a tougher shot shooting that down two as opposed to being tied. So it, it, it's he's more free shooting shooting the three ball with the game tied as opposed to being down two. The pressure isn't there. And I then mean, they that's gave debatable. away. And then no, not debatable. If you play that game, it's a tougher shot. It's a tougher shot when you're down two. LeBron has been phenomenal these playoffs. Has he surprised you with these performances that he's put up? I mean, they're up 2-0 in the Eastern Conference and just sort of blowing through Toronto, the top seed in the East. Uh, How surprised are you by uh, his performance throughout these playoffs? It it doesn't surprise me against Toronto because, to me, Toronto is a bad matchup for them and they've never beaten Cleveland in any type of series. They're going to have to break that team up. But what LeBron is doing against Toronto, it doesn't surprise me. Now, after this series, they'll get by Toronto. Now, that next series, or if they get past that one going into the finals, then we can see exactly what he's made of. Well, let's let's put you on record. Who do you take in that second series? Obviously, Boston with a 2-0 lead, Mm -hmm. hold and serve. Uh, what do you think will, will happen in the uh, the Philadelphia series? I still pick Boston in that. I picked Boston to go to finals at the beginning of the year, even with the injury of Gordon Haywood. But I didn't think Kyrie would be down. But I still pick them going to the NBA finals. I think they, they have enough. Uh, Coach Stevens is doing a great job. They still have those youngsters, uh, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. And going along with Al Horford and, and Terry Rozier is, is just playing phenomenal. For them right now. And so, for the record, let, I mean, you are picking the Rockets. Still, Rockets and Golden State in the second round? In the third round. In the second round. I'm talking about now. Oh, picking them both, yeah. I'm, I'm saying you. Picking you, them both. So, you don't think uh, Utah, you say they may make a series of it, but you yeah. don't think that they will ultimately win this I don't think ultimately win it because I don't think they have enough scoring, but Houston to get past them and Golden State to get by the Pelicans. Well, I'm, and Pelicans may win one more or no? You think that they're done? Game four is important. I mean, they man, Ray John Rondo, 21 assists last night in the right. postseason. Also, Anthony Davis, man, just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Drew Holiday is having a, a, a great playoffs. Miritich, a guy we call for on He Got Game, right. he's doing work as well. So 
in the West, it's a lot more interesting. The East is not interesting at all, and the and the conference is as bad as we thought it would be. Uh, in in the East, yeah, yeah, it's terrible. Uh, that Eastern Conference is terrible. But I, I'm thinking it'd have been much better with the Gordon Haywood and Kyrie Irving. Then it kind of the narrative plays out. Then you may have Boston and Cleveland, the Kyrie and LeBron matchup. So that would have been great for basketball. Now you have Albert Pujols last night. He gets his three thousand hit and making history. One of the all-time great right-handed hitters. I mean, how exciting is that to see him? Again, he had a, a stretch where, he, you know, he started to have a lot of injuries. Injury. But his days with the Cardinals, of course, we here in Houston are really familiar with how much damage he's done. Now, with the Astros changed leagues, changed divisions, end up right back in the same division with Pruos years later. But what a phenomenal feat for him. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, has, he's had a tremendous Major League Baseball career. I think he's only the fourth player in in MLB uh, history, history with 600 home runs and, and 3,000 3, hits. hits. Yeah, so. and, and yeah, and so he's the fourth in a row over the last four years. Uh, each year that we've seen somebody hit their 3,000 hit. Uh, what it was Ichiro, it was A Rod, and it was uh, I forget the other. It was someone else that hit their 3,000. It escapes me right now. Yeah, but also when you look at Pujols as well, he passed the great Roberto Clemente as well with that. He got the 3,000 way tied Clement, and then 3,001, he passed him. So that's yeah. a phenomenal That feat. was my, my grandfather's favorite player in Pittsburgh. They in, in, My mother is from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and that was, yeah. that was his guy, as I have been told. So also Jason Witten, the guy, look, and I, I feel sorry for Tilly Bill and all the Cowboy fans. That's something that you will rarely hear from me. I don't know that I've ever said that before. But again, you lose Dez, which was a business decision. You you reconcile that in your heart if you're a Cowboy fan. Then you you turn around. You have a really nice draft. You're feeling good about yourself with the draft, and then you turn around and Jason Witten retires. If you're a Cowboy fan, you have to be pulling your hair out these days. Now, did they draft a tight end? Ah, uh, in the later rounds, I think they did. But I mean, way late. Nobody that will have an immediate impact. Yeah. So with Witten retiring, that's going to be huge for him. I think it's that's a safety net for him more than anything. Yeah, but that it's, safety net is what keeps those chains moving. You're right for a guy like Dak Prescott right. who needs that. You know, and yeah, that's a big, big deal. That's there. huge. Yeah, and, and it's, he can check down and do those, take care of those situations. And when you you talk about that with Witten going to the Monday Night Football booth, I'm not excited about that at all. Well, I mean, it's a it's a PR move. It's a great move for him. I mean, do you, are you looking forward to him? First of all, I don't. Monday Night Football is not what it was when we were growing up. Where it was right. the show in town. But tell me, like I said, what what person would you tune in for? Well, I don't tune in for the booth. It can't far, make the game better. I do like Collinsworth on Sunday night. They're, they're decent. I mean, but I'm not that football guy. Right. So I'm I'm more in tune into the game as opposed to Who's your to the best booth. basketball duo? Mm -hmm. Who do you like here in college? TNT. I, I like the that that show with TNT. No, well, I'm talking about actually calling. Well, calling the game. I, I love Jeff Van Gundy and Mark Jackson. What about uh, Chris Webber? What do you? I, anytime he's on, they fire him up on Twitter. What? Yeah, I, I'm. I really don't particularly care for Chris Webber as far as commentating the game, but like I say, the duo of Van Gundy and Mark Jackson, they're hilarious, but then they break the game down, so that's my favorite duo there, but Chris Webber, no. Yeah, I think my favorite guys of all time were baseball guys. I love to hear, like, you know who I like in the, the, to talk about baseball? A-Rod. I like to hear A-Rod talk baseball. He's a big-time baseball mind. I mean, he's a brilliant guy when it comes to talking baseball. But shifting gears here and headlines, 
Yankees come to Houston, win three out of four, four straight. Wow. Right? The Astros tied for first place in their division, but uh, the Yankees uh, asserting themselves in their dominance. What do you think of this past uh, this past week series? I mean, that's the series of the week when you talk about uh, the Astros versus the Yankees. Yeah, I think the Astros are going to have to show up that bullpen. I still don't think they have that closer to try to get them Giles back. Giles punching himself in the face yeah. after Verlander goes, what, seven, uh, seven scoreless innings? Or yeah. eight scoreless innings. Yeah, they're not, they're gonna have to find somebody to close those games out because they have enough talent to go back to back. But that may be the Achilles' heel for them right there. And Gary Cole has been phenomenal through his first seven starts. You're racking up a number of strikeouts. It's been the offense has been struggling for the Astros, but we'll keep an eye out on that. Want to shift gears and go to balling or falling? This is where I give Kev a team, entity, or sports situation, and he'll tell me if they are balling or falling. Let's start with NFL kickoff. They're going to revise NFL kickoff. You NFL kickoff balling or falling? Do you want to see a change? How do you want to? Uh, how do you see NFL kickoff? I think it's falling. I keep on falling. Reason- that I think is falling is but guys, I want them to kick that ball off from the 30 again. I want the return guys to get back into the game. They, they've moved the, the yardage up, they're kicking the ball out of bounds. You don't get many returns anymore, so I, I think it's it's falling. Well, I think it's falling, and I think that they eventually, I think this is a slow decline for NFL kickoffs as a part of trying to really get rid of it. And obviously I understand that there are safety issues involved, but think about how you eliminate things like the field position battle. What about overtime? What about onside kicks? There are a lot to think about. They said they're not going to eliminate but modify, and we'll keep an eye out for that to see what that looks like. I mean, I know when I played football many, many years ago on the lower level. Many, Lord, many years ago. Yeah. It, it was That was a terrifying play to play. You running full speed to to blow somebody up. That, that was a an intense thing. So – it is intense, but it's such an integral part of the game when you talk about a field position. And, again, they've nullified that a little bit with the kickoffs, but they're trying to get these guys. I say, hey, maybe you know, go up a little bit more, but, but penalize teams if they do get these touchback. Make a kicker kick the ball where they can return, but at the same time, guys can't build up that speed to the same level where you can have those monumental kind of uh, collisions. So, uh, I think we both agree that they are falling. Let's go to some basketball because you know you're a basketball guy, so I try to cater to your strengths. <laughs> Carmelo Anthony guaranteed $28 million next year, refusing to go to the bench. Is he balling or falling for refusing to go to the bench? It's tough. You got to give me one. I mean, he's balling for getting the $28 million, but he's falling because he's not Carmelo anymore, you know? So I, well, I would, put him let's, to, let's, I would let's, send him to the bench. But let's narrow this down. Now, he has all the leverage in the world. He's guaranteed play option 28 million. For refusing to go to the bench, is he balling for that or is he falling for that? Who am I thinking about? I mean, that's a tough question. But that's a tough question. But but that's what we do here. These are tough questions, so give me an answer. Balling or falling? You can't say if he's refusing. I mean, because he said he's refusing. He said. I mean, no, I mean, balling or falling on that because he doesn't want to go to the bench. That's going to be a tough one for me. I mean, I understand the team, but I understand Carmelo. So, so from (laughs) from who's who's vantage point? For Carmelo refusing, just that. Carmelo refusing to go to the bench. Is that a balling move or a falling move? That's a falling move. I'm going to say falling. I keep on falling. And I'm going to say falling because. 
for him to go to the bench, that's going to help the team. So I'm going to say that's a, that's a falling move. Well, and I know late in the, in the game, in the last game, he didn't. He was not on the floor, and that was, you know, I'm sure that was, you know, it hurt his pride quite Man, a you, bit. You thought you must have thought that thought that over. Well, I, you know, for night, me, huh? I think that's a balling move for him to say, look. I'm making sure they miss for him. See, that's yeah, because again, but it's his decision. I think now again, it hurts the team. I think that's selfish of him. But he's balling. He says, "I, I'm making 28 million. I'm gonna let him hang. I'm not going to the bench." Yeah, he's gonna go to the bench. I don't know how you can. How can you oh, do yeah, that? You know how, how you, you manage that? He's I, you. What are you? You gonna buy him out? He. Why you, would you, you, want to, you, you want me to tell you this? No, I won't be buying him out. But I'm gonna tell you, OKC has the leverage because if they put him on the bench. He's going to pout. And then if he pouts, you know what happens? He wants out. So you win. But, but uh, So he will accept a buyout is what he, you're saying. Yeah, he would have to accept it because he's Either not going to. Either that gonna, or you're, gonna, you're promising yourself another miserable season where you can't quite get it to go, get it together. Because I think we both assume that It was that a one-year move. We assume that Paul George is going to move on. Yeah. Maybe not, but I think it's going to happen. I think it's that playoff P is going to take his services to the West Coast. Finally, in balling or falling. The NBA playoffs are they uh, are they balling or are they falling? They're balling. They're balling. It's, Explain it's, to me why. It's, it's great basketball going on because now we're getting ready to get to where everybody the anticipation comes in. Now everybody's anticipating the Houston and Golden State series, and then you have Cleveland and maybe Boston, but without Kyrie. So it's getting to the meat and potatoes part right now. So this is where. What I've been anticipating, and I've, I've been watching, been some pretty good basketball. I will say the NBA playoffs have fallen. And what going. I mean by that, there's nothing compelling to this point about the series. Other than Indiana able to take Cleveland in the seven games, uh, and I think that that was been, has been the most compelling series. Other than that, they've been a ho-hum. When you compare these playoffs to other playoffs, they've been a ho-hum playoffs for the 2018 version. I haven't found them very interesting. Now, again, we're, we're anticipating this big matchup in the Western Conference Finals, but to this point, they've been pretty uneventful in the Western Conference. But everybody picked Portland over New Orleans. Okay, but uh, that was an upset. But, I mean, how many people around the country were, like, zoomed in and tuned into that series? But they did zoom into it because everybody picked Portland. And then when New Orleans started rolling, it's like, hey, let's see what they're doing down in NOLA. But, yeah, I think that was a surprise that they won. But nobody, what's happening in that series, I think a lot of people are surprised that they got a win last night. They, I think people will be surprised they get another one in this series. No, I agree so, with yeah, wow, yeah, that was an interesting outcome. And it marks the end of uh, I don't know what Portland's going to end up doing, but I, I think that it was not it's not a very intriguing thing. And the East has been horrible. It's been uh, it's been really horrible. You had the game the seven game series, but and I think Philadelphia has been fun to watch. But in comparison to other years, I don't think it's been very good. They're so coming with that. That's going to wrap up ball and falling. We're going to bring Ariana in Hello. for Sports E. This week in sports, entertainment is for entertainment. Well, we talk a little bit of sports entertainment stuff here, and I have a few things. Now, I know that you are a person who knows. I mean, you keep up with your gossip. Yes. Now, I asked. <laughs> now, look, I asked your counterpart, Kalina, about Baychella. About Baychella. Uh, about Beyonce. <laughs> now, this is not sports, but I mean, give me your your, your take on 
one. All right. I mean, ruling the world with that one. Let's talk about some black girl magic right there. Basically, Beyonce took, and I've, you probably read this, but she took this very, again, Clear People Festival and turned it into an HBCU homecoming. I mean, it was a spectacle. And I'm all about a good spectacle. The costumes were there. The lights were there. The sound was there. Everything was flawless, just like Beyonce. <laughs> I mean, I'm not in her demographic. Let's just say that. I'm not her. I'm not her target audience. And, but it was amazing what she was doing. You, you look at the just the band, the big. She brought in, a, a, I guess, members of HBCU band, mm-hmm. right? Which is historically black colleges and universities. Prairie View has some people there. I think Grambling has some people in that mix. But just think about how much they had to rehearse just their part. Right. And then when you brought in Destiny's Child and how much they had to rehearse their part. I mean, and then she has to know everybody's part. She's phenomenal. So I wanted you to give you give you a chance to, you know, yeah. to get your little little B love on. on I also so. appreciate that she did donate millions to HBCU, different HBCUs around the Including country. Including Texas Southern, she did something mm-hmm. in Texas Southern. So that's a good thing. Uh, well, and also in sports, a Hall of Fame coach Don Nelson is growing his own weed. Kid, did you know that they're calling it Nelly Kush? He's growing his own weed. Yeah, he's growing his own weed. Daddy Don Nelson or the son Don Nelson. Hall of Fame head coach, the son Donnie is not in the Hall of Fame. He got to be in California, Arizona. Uh, uh, No, Colorado, Colorado. Yes, speaking of which, she just got uh, Ariana just got back from Denver. That's why your eyes are red. Wow. (laughs) So So he's he's growing his own weed. Yes. So Steve Kerr and Don Nelson must been talking (laughs) because. Steve Kerr has been speaking out on that. I mean, but a lot well. of the NFL guys have been outspoken about weed. But Don Nelson, hey, who was already, uh, I mean, he was a free thinker. I mean, he's not the Bill Walton of the NBA. Bill Walton was the Bill Walton of the NBA. But, uh, I mean, he was a unique, uh, unconventional head coach, and now he's growing his own weed. What, that, that's really but, you know, they've been on. saying, hey, everybody's smoking. They might well legalize it in sports as well. So Yeah, and speaking of Beyonce, I want to go back to this. <laughs> Jay-Z and Beyonce at the Golden State New Orleans game. Some people mad. Why, why is she not going to H-Town game? Why is she not going to Houston games? So you, you think she'll make an appearance? You, either you think she'll make an appearance at the Rockets game? I hope so. She has to. She has to. It's it's in her, her Houston contract, blood contract, that you sign as a citizen of Houston, Texas, that you at least have to go to one Rockets game a year. So they need to come on down to the H. I mean... I, I wonder that would be at the Golden State-Houston series. I would imagine that would be the series to go to. But then, she's in, from H-Town. Now, she has to come here more than one time. Well, she, well, she's, she's everywhere. She's a busy, busy lady. Well, she, this isn't the first time I've seen Beyonce courtside at a game. I haven't seen her here. She's been here, I think. Ariana, has she? Uh, not to my knowledge. Only celebrities I really know used to come. Travis Scott, he comes a lot. Yeah, he's yeah, he's he's rides for H Town hard. So does she though. She, yeah. she really does. She represents the city big time. But yeah, Tra- who else? Travis uh, Scott. I was gonna say I oh, know yeah, that- when when Chloe was dating James Harden, she will come a lot. Yeah. But, you know, that Kardashian curse. But, you know, Beyonce needs to, she can be the good luck charm that the Rockets need. Speaking of, you, you know, the, what's your take on the Tristan Thompson, uh, Chloe thing? Oh, Tristan. Is that stage for television? <laughs> it better not be. I mean, he has he has a record. The guy has a record. He, you know, he that eight month, nine month, and he, he jets. That's what he did to when his. They're, when <laughs> they're pregnant. When they're pregnant. And so, you know, I'm not going to say 
you you know you get them how you what is the saying you lose them how you, you, lose you get them get them but uh <laughs> i mean she knew chloe kardashian knew what she was getting into and but I, are it's they on the house i don't know man no actually last night they were spotted together so okay well hey hopefully they work it out for the sake of the child so hopefully he's <laughs> a good a good dad to both of his kids like denise LaSalle say what kind of man is this I love him and hate him at the same time. No, but check this out. I'm just half a man is better than no man at all. But no, this is crazy. Now I'm getting on to the to the gossip column now. Paul George, is it true that he he's having another baby from some stripper? I think this, this is the third I, one. I, yeah, I, read I don't. It, that. That's becoming so routine. I don't know that the yeah. whole, man. The game has definitely say, changed. This bro. is the third the, from from what I've read from. a from the sources isn't from me, so I don't want to get sued. But from what I was reading, it was stating that this is the third child from the same one, and they they make some kind of agreement after every baby. You know, I that guess she can when, go back to the pole. And I, I guess, you have your job, I have mine. Yeah. So I'm like, wow, Paul. I think it was Paul George. I'm like, man, this is crazy. That's wild. A couple more things in sports. E. Uh, Pete Rose, he's rocking in a Rolls Royce despite owing the IRS one million dollars. <laughs> what do you say if you Ron Isley or, or, or Wesley Snipes? So what Pete do Rose is doing what? Say so he's, he's driving a Rolls Royce despite owing the IRS a million dollars. Well, he, he don't has some have, good lawyers, right? He, he, well, somebody gave him that car. <laughs> well, you better claim it. You know you have to pay taxes on gifts like this. So <laughs> well, maybe, you know, maybe, maybe he's born. Maybe it's in his mama's name. Yeah, that's what it is. If he's smart, it's in somebody's name. Yeah. Maybe he's hood rich. Yep, exactly. <laughs> so, and finally, Babe Ruth, a game-used bat from night, between 1929 and 1930. How much would you think that that would go for? A, a Babe Ruth. Game used bat from 1929, 1930. Give me a figure. $4 million. Give me a figure. I mean, I know you have no reference point. Uh, I mean, it's like, it's I'm, like, I'm it, familiar. This is a, the sports price is right. What would you the say? Sports, $1. Um, I would have to say probably, I mean, at least $2, two million. I say $2 million. Well, both of you went way over, so you get to, eh. Oh, man. It, it fetched $200,000. Ooh, so that's that's pretty good bad. for a bat. I don't know what you could do with that. But with that, uh, that'll wrap up Sportsy. Any final thoughts from you? Because you have to go. I do have to go. You're uh, donning black, so it's not good. No, it's not, it's not good. <laughs> She's going to a funeral. I am. I'm going to a funeral. No, thank you so much, Devin, for having me on the program. So uh, will this be your first podcast that you actually listen to? It will be. Now, now I'm excited. Sometimes you have to, you know, you have to put your toe in the water. And so I have dipped my toe, and now I'm excited. I can't wait to be a part of this again. You know, I enjoy uh, the topics, and, you know, I'm excited. So hopefully, Devin, if, you know, if you approve of me. I will have me, you back. I will be back. Well, but, the fans will speak. So we will, no, no you'll be no. back. You'll be back. <laughs> thank you. Because if they don't like you this time, I said, well, she's an acquired taste. That's right. That's <laughs> so. right. So anyway, uh, I know you ha have to get out of here. That'll wrap up the, the first half of the show. Coming up in the second half, we'll do this or that. We will do the Lamont Award, and then we have a, a hero. Not Again, not to be confused with Hero or Zero. Right now, it's the music at the halfway point. I want to tell you about our sponsor, Cobank Homes. And we will be back with the second half of Episode 55 of the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast on iTunes 
TuneIn, and SoundCloud. Sports Talk with Devin Wade wants to thank our sponsor, Kofi Bankus and CoBank Homes. The vision at CoBank Homes is simple, and it stems from the belief that clients can trust CoBank to guide them to realize one of, if not the single largest investment decision they will ever make, their home. CoBank simply looks to build lifelong relationships through service. They do this by using faith, knowledge, and technology to guide clients through the process of achieving their real estate goals. Be it buying, selling, or investing in real estate, contact Kofi at 832-757-7950. That's 832-757-7950. CoBank Homes through Keller Williams. My name is Caleb, and I listen to Sports Talk with Uncle Devon Ray and I too. Clock, but I stopped at 459. Mr. J or some hay, got a call from Stevie Brown. Brown, say it's going down, downtown at the lounge. Lounge definitely crowded with a happy hour crowd. Drinks for a dollar, everybody buzzing, cousin. Spitting like a major league pitcher trying to cut something. Only throwing balls, no strikes for tonight. So walking to the Chevy for some heavy petting. Let's ride to my underground bungalow. Approach the mound. Maybe I'm the head coach now. Wow, maybe need a cold, wet towel. Morel's on the way, so stay and play a wow. Stevie Brown. Morel, big Y. Yeah. Devin Wade Podcast. Silver Fox, Kevin Allen with me. Uh, Ariana got her first taste of podcast life or this podcast life that we're living. And so, uh, again, want to uh, thank her and hope you enjoyed my nephew, Caleb, when he says what he listens to. That's uh, my brother's middle child, Caleb. <laughs> so that's the one that acts most like my, my father. Hard-headed and stubborn. Boy, he's something else, but that's my guy. Want to get into uh, some this or that, but first I want to talk about you know, for a long time, how many episodes have we talked about this Chris Paul and the Hall of Fame thing? We've talked about it a number of times. And you've always been skeptical of him being a Hall of Famer. Yeah. So I, I said I was going to dig deep to look to see. And these are just some of the things I found. So it, it, And I've said, yeah, he's a definite Hall of Famer, especially a basketball Hall of Famer. So he is with the NBA Rookie of the Year. He won the Rookie of the Year. He has two Olympic medals. He was the fourth overall pick and then when the year he came out i think was 2005 he was his second in the mvp he had a year where he was second in mvp voting he's an eight-time nba all-star he is the six-time steals champ and been nine times all defensive team that's definitely a hall of fame so now that i give you those credentials right. and, and his accomplishments let's break that down let me see that now eight-time all-star oh, no, no, hold on because some of these we can scratch out being the fourth overall pick okay that's not a huge that doesn't thing. that but that, that means does. he came in and with, 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 he was highly regarded coming in doc okay? o milichick <laughs> was, was highly highly touted coming in he was the second pick <laughs> so that you can scratch off. He was second. Benny was number one, right? And so no, he was second. I think behind Bennett. LeBron or okay. somebody. And then nah, Benny. I think Benny came in later. Yeah, and then Benny was later. You got fourth overall pick. 
That doesn't hold any merit. Second in MVP voting once. That doesn't hold any merit. <laughs> <laughs> Six times still champ. Rookie of the year. Okay, rookie of the year holds some merit. Okay. So what are we going to do? This is what I did. Nine-time all-defensive all team. Okay. You and I talked about this before, and I talked to a friend of mine. I was I was going to work. I said, hey, man, I I had a conversation. And, and, and it's ironic about this because this was yesterday, as a matter of fact. I say, you know, my guy got the sports show, and you know, I'm on the podcast. I said, we, we had a, a, a discussion about Chris Paul. He said, what about? I said, I say Chris Paul, Paul is not a Hall of Famer. But he says Chris Paul is. I say, what's your take on it? And he calls me coach. He say, coach, I don't see him having a Hall of Fame career. I say, okay, why? He said, think about it. He's never won an MVP. He's never led the league in assists. He's never no, won. No, he's led an assist six times. I don't know if that's You said there. steals. Hey, what well, in assists? I, we, so, I'll verify that. I, he says he's never led the league in assists. He's never led the league in scoring. He's never won an NBA championship. He's never been to an NBA Finals. He's never been to uh, NBA Eastern or Western Conference Finals. He said, so his resume has a lot of blanks in it. He said, I don't see him being uh, a Hall of Famer like that. He said, I don't see it. I mean, he said, he's a good, good guard. He's steady. You know, he's he's good. Don't get me wrong. But he's as led the Hall of NBA and assist six times out. I'm almost positive that well, was. You're gonna have to do your research on that. Yeah, but uh, but uh, that in itself though, nine times All NBA, eight time NBA All Star. I mean, he's done work. I think, especially when you talk about basketball. Basketball is not the. I think the hardest Hall of Fame to get into is the Baseball Hall of Fame. I think after that is football, and then you have basketball. They let anybody in the Basketball Hall of Fame, and then they take into account. His college career and what he did at Wake Forest. Yeah, but I'm talking about his NBA career, not college. I'm talking about NBA career. To me, I'm not saying Chris Paul's overrated. Not saying that at all by any stretch of the imagination. But when I look at his stats, when you you know when you look at the body of work, he's never won. He was a four time assist champ, nine time All Defensive, 2012-2013 All Star MVP. 2005 Rookie of the Year, 2005-2006 All-Rookie Team, eight-time All-NBA. So, again, but, that's enough. That's okay. enough to get so you, you there. Don't, so, okay. So, when that's they enough. Ride, okay, I listen to everybody ride Charles Barkley about not winning a championship. Well, I mean, I no, don't. No, but, I mean, basketball people that know, know that he's one of the but, best power, power forwards to ever play the game. But, but, so, but that's not look, even up for the base. But base. even when you look at Stockton and Malone, they went to the finals. They went to the, the – to He, he may go this year. He's, he's 32 years old, so he has time. Time is running out. He's not a spring chicken. He's never played – he's never been to a conference finals. Like I, I said, mean, to me, when you look at these numbers, he's he's definitely all the fame. So, so it, it goes back to the Houston show. If a guy's on a bad team and put up numbers, he's a Hall of Famer? Yeah, I think you can have a Hall of Fame career on bad teams. Yeah, yes. Look at, uh, like, what did Bernard King ever do? He's in the Hall of Fame. Bernard King? I mean, what did, what did his teams ever do? Did Bernard he, King? He was, never went to the championship. Bernard he King? He never went. He never. I don't know that he played in the Eastern Conference it, it, Finals. Bernard King may have been in the NBA Finals. Uh, not NBA Finals. The NBA Conference Finals before with the New York Knicks. Bernard King. I don't know that that's but the I case. think did he did he ever lead the league in scoring? Or? Yeah, he did. He did. But Chris Paul. I'm saying, well, I'm I'm saying that, that he's a definite Hall of Fame player, but he was a Hall of Fame player on bad no, or not, not so. The, no, the teams were not great teams, no, as I recall. Now I don't know. The, no, they were good teams in New York when Bernard King was doing 
putting in work. Bernard King put in work. Oh, he! I, I love Bernard King. And but they I'm just were in the playoff. He he played from seventy eight to ninety three. Let's and, see. And a couple years he missed because of the knee, if I'm correct. But Bernard King, he 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 doesn't get enough credit. Bernard King would play from. He only went to the playoffs. What was this? Five years he, that he went. But he missed a couple years because, because of, the, of knee the knee, injury. right? Uh, one year he played in 12 games. What did he average? He averaged, uh, what is the average? Uh, he averaged 34 points per game. So he didn't Come work. On, man. That I was know. an 83-84. Anyway, we get sidetracked here. But that's what I'm saying. Guys like, see, but he I'm saying went he, in there. He only went to the playoffs five times. I, we, I just really wanted to put that conversation to rest. People can chime in on that. I will put it on the Sports Talk with Devin Wade page to see what people think if they agree with you or me. So we'll put that up for vote. With that, want to go to a segment that we call This or That. The choice is yours. You can get with this or you can get with that. You can get with this or you can get with that. And this one, I give Kev two choices. He tells me if he picks this one or that one. First of all, the Yankees or the Astros, which team is more likely to represent the American League in the World Series. Now, keep in mind, I, I bring this up because the New York Yankees came to town this week and won three out of four from the Astros. Astros still getting good pitching. Uh, struggled offensively to put up runs. But, again, who do you take to go all the way to the World Series at this point, Yankees or the Astros? I take the Astros. Uh, I take the Astros because of pitching. They have enough bats, and with the pitching that they have, the starting pitchers, let me say that, even some middle relievers, but they still lack that closer. But I'll pick the Astros. All right. I will pick the Astros as well. I think the bats can come come around. You have a lot of talent in that lineup, so I think offensively they'll wake up, and if they continue to get this kind of pitching, man, they are going to be hard to beat. They're tied with the Angels in their division, but there's some – this is going to be a fascinating baseball season because at the top, you have some really good teams on both sides. You have a lot of really bad teams, but among the top-tier teams competing, it's about four or five teams in the AL. It's three or four in the National League. It's going to be a fun, fun baseball season, and we're going to talk plenty of baseball throughout this summer, including we're going to have uh, maybe a special guest or two, uh, maybe a major leaguer. We're going to work on that. Yeah, if you're going to work on that one. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. Uh, I would take, I think we agree with that. We both take the Astros. Next up, the Houston Rockets or Cleveland Cavaliers. Who has the better chance to reach the NBA Finals? Cleveland. And because that East, I'm saying Cleveland because nobody's going to beat Golden State that way. So, yeah, Cleveland I, has that better chance. I agree with you. This one is kind of, uh, you know, this was kind of easy one. Although, I think when we were originally going to talk about this was last week when we didn't know if the Cavs were going to win game seven or not. So that one is sort of dated. So I, I probably should have uh, did a different one. We, we probably, Modified that one Yeah, I bit. probably should have modified right. that one. Finally, in this to that, the Cleveland Browns take Baker Mayfield as quarterback at the number one spot, and they passed on Saquon Barkley. But I'm going to give you a combination of, of two players that they could have gotten or did get. So they drafted Baker Mayfield number one, and then they went with Denzel Ward at number three. And we're going to skip over him because what I'm talking about running back quarterback tandem. So this is for the Cleveland Browns. They got Baker Mayfield and Nick Chubb from Georgia. That's the tandem they went with. 
They could have, in my opinion, gotten Saquon Barkley at number one, or and then Josh Allen at number at number four when they were picking. They had the number one pick and the number four pick. Which tandem would you have taken if you were the Cleveland Cavaliers? Would you have taken uh, Baker Mayfield and Nick Chubb, or Saquon Barkley? And Josh Allen. Which one of those tandems would you have taken? I'm taking Josh Allen and Saquon Barkley because you can't pass on Barkley. You have to take that running back like that, that stud, and then you can still get a quarterback. Not saying Chubb is a bad running back. He's not Barkley, so I don't pass on him. Well, you know what? And I felt really – I felt like the Browns did a really horrible job by taking Mayfield because he's similar to Johnny Manziel. Not just in that fiery personality – and they're not similar in their off-the-field behavior. Well, although Mayfield did have his run-in with the cops. Uh, but I just wouldn't have went that way at the quarterback position, especially because you have Tyrod Taylor. I would have gone Saquon Barkley and Josh Allen. I will say this. I felt better about the draft when they were able to get Nick Chubb. But I just think that then this was not the move to make. You have Tyrod Taylor as a manager there. You could have waited because none. I don't think any of these quarterbacks from this draft will be all pros. I don't think that any of these guys, Allen, Mayfield, Jackson, Darnold, none of those guys will be all pro quarterbacks. So it was five win the first round. Lamar Jackson is the only X factor. You never know what could happen with him. So I think that they could have been a little bit more patient at getting a quarterback. When you have that position secured right now, I don't know moving forward what next year's class would look like or what free agency would look like, but I would have waited and I would have gone with Saquon Barkley. So we pretty much agreed on, on everything with this one. So this one's kind of a, a boring this or that. Not a boring this or that, but not a very debatable this or that. With that, we're going to go to the hero segment where we honor somebody that did some, uh, some big-time uh, work in the world of sports where we talk about you know, we skew towards the negative. And there are a lot of things, positive things, that are happening with athletes. And one, the guy I want to give the hero award to is Ryan Shazier. Now, Ryan Shazier, I mean, and obviously, you know, I, if I would have scouted a little hard, I could have found someone that's done some big-time charitable work. But he walked out onto the stage during the NFL draft. This is a guy who spent months in the hospital or rehab because of a spinal injury suffered in the game. And there was questions about, you know, his ability to walk and certainly still about his ability to play. But it took a courageous effort for this young man who continues to say that he is going to play. Of course, we love the sport of football, so we have to acknowledge when these guys, you know, when they get these debilitated. I don't want to forget about guys just because they have career-ending injuries. I personally think he probably will never play again, which is really unfortunate. Uh, but just he it was a bad hit, and he really could have gotten hurt even worse. But he's he was able to walk. It wasn't he struggled to do so. But again, I'm happy that he was able to walk. And also, even though he's not athlete, James Shaw Jr., the uh, the young man from Nashville who broke up the the Waffle House shooting, uh, where the, the gunman came in and killed three or four people. He not only disarmed the assailant, he started a GoFundMe and raised more than two hundred thousand dollars. I think it's even more than that uh, for the victims' families. And he's been honored at the Nashville Predators game. And I'm sure the Titans will do something for him in Nashville. They're trying to get him at the White House. But James Shaw Jr., he's doing, he did a wonderful, wonderful thing. He's a hero. And so is Ryan Shazier. So they are both heroes. There's a hero. 
Now I want to go to a segment we call the Lamont Awards. I don't want to wish you no bad luck, but I hope your ship sinks. With no lifeboats and no life preservers and a school of piranhas surrounding you. You big dummy. And what was Lamont? You big dummy. He was a big dummy. And uh, well, this is where we highlight somebody who was really, really stupid this week. And I, I guess it, we could give it to Kanye if we wanted to. But I think we've given too much air and space and verbiage to Kanye West and his opinion this week. So he won't be the big dummy this week, although he could be the big dummy this week. And I'm sure that wherever you are, whoever you are, you are familiar with what <laughs> what Kanye said this week. This week, the You Big Dummy Award goes to Camden Catholic High School in New Jersey and school president Mary Whipke for firing head coach, head football coach Nick Strom, despite having a 34-6 and record. Now, why would he have gotten fired? Indecent exposure, solicitation of prostitution. Uh, was he a gambler? Did he do coke on the job? No, none of those things. He was fired, according to him, because he had too many black players on the team. Now, this was according to him. 22 students walked out of school in protest to support him, but he said repeatedly the school came to him and contacted him about how many black players were on the team. Now, the school refutes this, and they say, well, we enjoy and embrace diversity. That is not true. But they didn't come up with a really legitimate reason for firing a coach that was 34 and 6. So uh, we'll see how this plays out. But at least for this week, Camden Catholic High School in New Jersey and school president Mary Whipke, you are the big dummy of the week. You big dummy. With that, before I let go. Before I let go, Kev, hey, we have an event coming up in Houston. I will have the details soon for an event we're doing for the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast. We may do a live podcast, working on that, depending on the location. But we're getting together with the Friday Express group on uh, Facebook. And I want you guys to go on the Sports Talk with Devin Wade page and group. Check out the Instagram. Uh, you can tweet me at Wade's Word, and we will have details. So if you're in Houston, Memorial Day weekend, on that Sunday, we're going to do something and get together and have a good time. Details uh, are pending, but we have something coming up, so we definitely want you to be on the lookout for that. Kev, final thoughts from you, and how can folks get in touch with you? Reach me on Twitter at Alan, Alan Ron 10 at Alan, Alan Ron 10 You can reach me out. Reach out to me, I'm sorry about that, on Facebook as well. Uh, you can catch me here on the Houston Show, the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast here. Uh, I think this is a great, great avenue. Wasn't quite sold on it in the beginning when you kind of Yeah, you were slow to warm it. up to it. Now yeah, you see the impact. But it, 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 it's a great thing that we reach out, and I really enjoy this show. Well, with that, getting out of here, I want to thank uh, Cobank Homes, our sponsor, and remind you guys, send us some music. Radio edit, and uh, we will give you the exposure that you want. If you're a DJ, send me your remixes. With any of that, we want to show you guys some love. This has been episode 55 of the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast. And as always, have a great day. Hey.